Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona, this is Brother Mike. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's Bible study, Messianic Judaism. Do Christians keep any part of the law? Moses. Very revealing Bible study today. Would you give somebody a call and tell them about this Bible study, particularly people who are keeping the feast, Jewish feasts, or keeping the Sabbath? You'll find this Bible study very interesting. This is Brother Mike at HardcoreChristianity.com. That's our website. We have all of our ministry services, of course, on the website. Thursday nights, we have the healing rooms. Every Thursday night at 7 p.m., you come to the Arizona Deliverance Center. We're on 15th Avenue, just south of uh, Osborne, downtown. Um, you come in, you turn to your right, uh, you'll see a sign there, and you'll go down to the small sanctuary at 7 p.m. Thursday. You have a seat in the sanctuary, there's a couple forms you need to fill out, and someone will be with you shortly to, uh, to pray with you, and you'll go home healed. Most of the people that come to the healing rooms leave uh, healed. We also do deliverance at the healing rooms. Friday night is my teaching service for all my radio listeners, 7 p.m. Arizona time, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, and uh, those services on Friday night are on our YouTube streaming channel, so you can watch the teaching live, and the deliverance and healing service afterward is also on the YouTube streaming channel. When you go to the website, you can sign up for a free seminar or catch some of our radio archives or hit the PayPal button and send us another donation. By the way, you you killed it last year. We had another record year of donations that came in. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for the referrals to Sister Karen. She's still on the homepage of the website. She'd be happy to list your house for sale for you. Messianic Judaism is now bleeding over into Christianity and it's causing all kinds of problems. A lot of really good people who are truly born-again Christians, and in some cases spirit-filled Christians, who are Jews who converted to Christ, they are obviously we call them Messianic Jews, they are encroaching into the Christian arena, telling the Christians that they have to keep the Sabbath and keep many of the feasts of Moses. And the big question is, is any of that true? Is any of that at all true, as far as you know? Well, the answer to that question is, uh, no, it is not. Um, Born-again Christians do not have to keep anything from the law of Moses, because all of it was abolished and replaced by the laws of the New Testament. The New Covenant replaced the Old Covenant. 
2 Corinthians chapter 3. God, who has made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Paul quotes out of Exodus chapter 34 when Moses came down with the Ten Commandments. Check it out. If the ministry of death, written and engraved in stones, was glorious, so the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away. The Greek word for done away there is katargeo, and it means to be wiped out. Um, if I wrote something on a whiteboard and then, and then uh, took an eraser and erased it and wiped it out, that would be katargeo. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Shall not the ministry of the Spirit be rather more glorious? If the ministry of condemnation be glory, much more does the ministry of righteousness exceed in glory. What's Paul saying here? The new covenant is drastically superior to the old covenant. Because the old covenant did what? Second Corinthians chapter 3. If the ministry of condemnation be glorious. That's the Greek word. Katakrasis. It means to evaluate, assess, and issue a judgment and sentence. Judgment. See, the Old Testament and the Ten Commandments was set up to show you that you could not save yourself. The law was a schoolmaster, so to speak, as Paul says, to drive you to the grace and mercy of Christ. The Old Covenant was never designed by God to ever be more than the 430 years it was around. The Old Covenant was designed to be replaced. It was only a temporary system that includes the Ten Commandments and the feasts. Second Corinthians chapter 3 again. It says, much more does the ministry of righteousness exceed in glory. That made glorious had no glory in this respect by reason of the glory that excels. Translation, the old covenant couldn't even compare to the new covenant. And then Paul says, if that which is done away was glorious, much more that which remains is glorious. Done away again is the same Greek word. Katargeo, it means to be wiped out. See, the old covenant was temporary. The new covenant is permanent. The old covenant involved a specific geographic area, the land of promise. The new covenant includes the entire planet Earth. The old covenant was for Jews only. The new covenant is for everyone. This is what the Bible teaches. It's for everyone. 
Did you know that the law of Moses has been thrown out by God? Galatians chapter 4. Paul said, tell me, you that desire to be under the law, do you not hear what the law says? It is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a bondmaid, the other by a free woman. He who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh. He that was of the free woman was born by promise. Those things are an allegory, Paul said. The Greek word is allegoreo, which means it was symbolic. Paul says, quote, these are the two covenants, the one from Mount Sinai, which engenders bondage, which was Hagar. The Greek word for bondage there is delia. It means slavery. The old covenant made us a slave to sin. Paul said, when the law arose and arrived, I died. The law was only designed on a temporary basis to see, so that you would see that you could not possibly save yourself and that you were massively incapable of living a holy life sufficient enough to be saved. Galatians chapter 4. Once again, this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answers to Jerusalem, which is now, and is in bondage with her children. Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. It is written, Rejoice, barren, and those that do not bear. Break forth and cry, you that travail not. The desolate has many more children than she which has a husband. Translation, the glorious gospel of Christ will generate far more children of God, than the law ever could because the law was for Jews and the new covenant is for everyone, Jews and Gentiles alike. Galatians chapter 4, Paul says, We, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. As then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him born after the spirit. Even so now, for what says the scripture? Cast out the bondwoman and her son. The Greek word for cast out there is ekbalo. It means to throw out. Quote, the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. Brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman. We are children of the free woman. The issue was completely settled, as you remember, in Acts chapter 14, when they had the great council in Jerusalem with Peter and James. And then, of course, uh, Barnabas and Paul showed up, telling them all about the miracles that God was doing among the Gentiles, and that none of the Gentiles were keeping any aspect of the law, even circumcision. They weren't doing anything with the old covenant. And the Holy Spirit was moving massively without the law of Moses, without the Sabbath, without the feasts. God was moving exponentially 
but he was moving through the dispensation of grace, which started with the great John the Baptist, and he was moving through mercy, for mercy rejoices against judgment. It's utterly amazing. In the council, in Acts, they sent letters to the Gentiles, and it said this, our sentence is this, that we trouble them not, which from among the Gentiles are turned to God. That we write to them that they abstain from one, pollutions of idols, fornication, things strangled, and blood. There it is. It says, quote, it seemed good to the Holy Ghost and us to lay no greater burden upon you than these necessary things. Now listen. If you want to keep a feast, that's not a sin. As long as you realize you're not required to do it. If you want to keep the Sabbath and worship God on the Sabbath, that's fine as long as you realize it's not required by God. Under the new covenant, all seven days are the Sabbath, and our Sabbath is the Lord Jesus. All the feasts were abolished because all of our feasts are now wrapped up in one person, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.